Welcome back, folks. It's Friday, February 16th, 2024. Born on this date in 1925, jazz musician, arranger, and historian Paul Crawford of Atmore. Today, we'll keep tracking the gambling bills, talk about fake calling the police, be on the lookout for giant spiders, and remember an impactful news anchor. My name's Ike Morgan, and we're down in Alabama. Lo and behold, a lottery-slash-gambling bill package has made it through the Alabama House of Representatives, reports AL.com's Mike Kaysen. Now, similar legislation passed the state Senate four years ago, but was killed in the House. And way back in 1999, a lottery plan made it all the way through the legislature and was signed by Governor Don Siegelman, but was killed by the voters during the next election. So even though we go through this every single state legislative session, this time around we're already seeing some rare momentum. It passed the House 70-32, to the governor is behind it, and the man who will handle the legislation in the Senate is optimistic about its chances there. Said Greg Albritton, an Atmore Republican, quote, We passed this thing twice before, very similar in nature, and with 70 votes coming out of the House, I think most anybody would be given good odds on this, end pun, end quote. The plan this time authorizes a lottery and creates a gaming commission to license and regulate casinos and sports betting. Revenue generated from the lottery would go toward education, and revenue from the casinos and sports betting would go to non-education programs such as health care and mental health care, with some going to the local governments in the counties where casinos would be located, and there could be up to seven casinos. Lawmakers get back to work on Tuesday. Now, this must pass the Senate by three-fifths of the vote in order to qualify to get on the ballot as a constitutional amendment which is what's required of gambling measures in our state. It was on this date, February 16th, in 1968, when the first 911 call in the U.S. came into a red rotary phone at the Haleyville Police Station. Alabama Speaker of the House Rankin Fight made the ceremonial call from City Hall, and it was answered by Congressman Tom Bevel at the station. Now, I don't know how soon after that, Somebody decided to make a phony emergency call just to watch people respond, but more than a few folks have gotten in trouble doing that over the years since. It's not usually a police officer, however. AL.com's Carol Robinson reports that a Montgomery police officer has been arrested on misdemeanor charges in six so-called swatting calls in Prattville. Officer Christopher Eugene Sansbury Jr. is 23 years old and he's been on the job a little over two years. Prattville police say he made the false calls to Altaga County 911, claiming to have witnessed emergencies such as a shooting and a machete-wielding person running around. The Prattville police chief said that after he was arrested, Sansbury indicated that he thought it was funny. Now here's one my wife doesn't think is funny at all. Invasive, giant Joro spiders are about to be everywhere, according to researchers, and urban environments and human habitats don't seem to bother them a bit, reports AL.com's Dennis Pillion. Joros can be up to eight inches long, folks. They weave big 3D webs, and they're proven to thrive in places where other spiders don't do so well. You see, human activity is stressful for animals such as spiders, insects, and birds. 
Now, if we're being honest, a lot of human activity stresses me out too, so I can sympathize. But these Joros can live in people-disturbed places such as roadsides and don't seem bothered by it. That helps them function as they should, so they live, feed, and stay healthy in man-made environments. Which means you and I will be seeing a bunch of the bright-colored critters in the future. They are venomous, but despite their size, they're shy, and their jaws are so little that they probably couldn't even bite through your skin if they wanted to. Longtime WBRC news anchor Scott Richards has passed away, reports AL.com's Howard Koplowitz. Now, the cause of death is just being reported as a sudden medical emergency. Richards was a WBRC anchor from 1981 until he retired in January 2014. The Associated Press named him the state's best news anchor nine times. He was from Pennsylvania and started broadcasting news while he was in the Army. WBRC claims that he anchored more evening newscasts than anyone in Birmingham TV history, more than 18,000. He also worked as a contributor for CBS 42 for a bit in 2020. Well, thank y'all so much for listening. I want you to have a great weekend. We're going to be back here on Monday. Until then, as always, we're open 24 hours a day and seven days a week on the World Wide Web at AL.com. <laughs>